0: It's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Oh, yeah.
1: Here we go. Welcome into the show on this Friday. It's a free-for-all Friday. Anything goes. Letter rip, tater chip. Kick some tires and light some fires with you here on a Friday. And if you're watching the live stream, yes, that is rain on my shirt. No, it's I realized the same shirt I had on yesterday. I do realize that. Different hat, I think. Same shirt. These are raindrops. Okay, it's been raining hard here in North Mississippi this morning. I don't know about Jackson. Hey Beaver, did y'all get some? Did y'all get
2: some rain today? I have had no rain in my area. Man.
1: Well, maybe we're the lucky ones. We're getting some rain up here. It's cooled off. I had my hood pulled over my head a little bit ago, Beaver, because it was actually cold in here.
2: Oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I would... Okay, get get Annabeth. Let me ask her if okay. it was cold in
1: there. I'll text her that Beaver wants to talk to you, so she'll be here in a minute. Colder. Cooler. It was cooler. That's what it was. All right, welcome in here on this free-for-all Friday. All friday Let's see. Beaver wants to talk to you. All right. I just sent the text. All right. You can be a part of the show on this free-for-all Friday. Welcome in. Whatever you want to get into, I have a question for you. I can't wait to hear Beaver's response to this and how he would answer this question, define this term. Here it is. What is a conference conference? Southeastern Conference, the Pacific Pacific Athletic Conference, Pac-12, the ACC, the Athletic, what? The Atlantic Coast Conference. What is a conference? What is it? Okay, how would you answer that question? They say, you know, the, the Southeastern Conference, what's a conference? Okay, what is it? How would you define it? Answer that for me today, and there's lots of ways for you to do that. You can text me on the country, please, and text line. It is 885-3776. The 601 number, 885-3776. Another way to remember it, 885-ESPN. Call me on the Davini phone, Davini Equipment, Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. The number to call the show, 995-1059. 601, number 995. Excuse me. I'll start over. 995-1059. What is a conference as it relates to college athletics? All right, let's see how Beaver would answer that. Beaver, what is a conference?
2: I. It, it seems pretty basic. My first thought is just... It's just a group of a grouping of people. Yeah. Okay. Because group. you got athletic athletic conference or press conference or a conference at any little you know any business. Yeah. I feel like it's just a grouping of people that are. Yeah. Uh, in 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 the regular world in the not sports world, I guess I should say it's a group of people who are supposed to share, maybe. Maybe to discuss things uh, like like minded people, but okay. that's not for sports <laughs> because you know these teams aren't like minded, right?
1: Folk. Right, right, exactly. Um, so you kind of talked from one side to the other on that, which may be kind of where I'm going. On. I was thinking about this today. We have this entire shifting landscape of in college athletics, and it falls under the term conference realignment. We had it in 2000, well, we had it in 92, and then you had it when the Big 8 closed shop, right? (laughs) The Southwest, Big Eight's a high school term. Southwest conference closed shop, and then Arkansas and South Carolina with the SEC in 92, and then conference realignment a few years ago, and then A&M, and all these different things. Okay, conference realignment. I'm going, okay, but what is a conference? Well, as it looks right now, It is what are called conferences are largely disorganized to a degree. Ah, well, maybe largely is not the right word, but there is some disorganization. The reason I bring it up, I think a conference is supposed to be organization. It is an organized group of people, like you say, Beaver, you organize it. Meaning a conference provides structure and a framework, it organizes a a group for a purpose. That's what a conference is. And I think it is, if you really stop and think about it, it is some kind of ironic, maybe even comedically ironic, comically, comically <laughs> ironic. Okay, that college conferences because of realignment is largely a big disorganized mess. It's not organized. You know, like calling something the Big Ten when it has way more than 10 teams in it. Uh, Calling something the, I don't know what, the Atlantic Coast Conference when it's got teams that ain't nowhere near the Atlantic Coast. Okay? Uh, Calling a conference the Big 12 when it don't have 12 calling something the Southeastern Conference when Missouri's in it. What are they southeast of? Almost nothing. I guess what I'm saying is it dawned on me today, y'all, because we're going to talk about it, okay? We have no choice. It's in the news today. The college athletics world is being, again, turned upside down. I don't know if you realize this. Regardless of what they said late last night, as of today, Washington and Oregon are about to go to the Big Ten. Arizona is about to go to the Big 12. You can bet Arizona State will be not far behind them. And it's all disorganized. And so my question I was thinking about earlier, okay, and we'll come back to this, and lots of comments already, live stream, text message, i get to all of it. The regionality of college sports that we have had forever. We had a pocket... In this region in the southeast, in a pocket on the east coast, and on the west coast, in the Midwest, the southwest, these pockets, it was organized. Conferences over the years organized things for everybody, certainly the participants in the schools, but it organized it for us too, for the fans. And as you as a fan or customer, for you to throw yourself behind something and throw your money behind something, it needs to be organized, doesn't it? I, I don't know if what's going on has drastic consequences. I just know that it is disorganized. It is increasingly that way. Maybe they kind of get it together. And to me, it's hard for me to imagine that being a bad thing. And I don't know that you can call it a conference. You can call it something else, an alliance, but I wouldn't use the word conference because it's very disorganized. Okay. There is your big, bold setup. And so like on the live stream from Sven and Will and d B210 and Aaron and Matthew and Romy and everybody else, I'll be coming to your texts, come, I mean your uh, messages on the uh, comments on the live stream, your text messages on the Country Please and text line coming up. But first, I would like to welcome to the show Anna Beth, who Beaver wanted to talk to a little bit earlier. Beaver, Anna Beth's here.
2: Hi, Beaver. Hey, Anna Beth.
3: Hi. How are you doing? Well, I'm having tomato soup right now.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I interrupted her lunch, Beaver. That shows you how important you are to her, Beaver.
3: She, He said, Beaver needs to talk with you, and I ran to the studio with my soup. <laughs> it's raining outside, and I think it's a perfect day for tomato soup. It really
1: is. And it just know, is. You know what else? Beaver, if I had texted her and said, hey, I need to talk to you a minute, you know what she would have sent? Hey, I'm going to finish my lunch. I'll be up here in a minute.
2: <laughs> she
1: well. would not have come up here.
2: I ran and for a bit. beaver. You could have finished your soup. This is no, this is no pressing matter. But no,
3: what's going on? Well,
1: what it was is okay, and I'll set it up for you, beaver. I said, "It's raining outside. You can see raindrops on my shirt on the live stream." Admitted, it was the same shirt I had on yesterday. It's clean. Anyway, I had raindrops on my shirt because it's raining outside. It's cloudy and it's much cooler. It's in fact in the studio. It's cold. I put my hood on because it it's cold. It's a little
3: cooler outside.
1: Beaver said, "Wait just a minute." I want to talk to Annabeth about I mean, this being it's, cold. It's
3: not cold in this room. In fact, I left the door open to the studio because when I walked in, I thought, oh, it's so hot here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> see, that was his okay, point. See, right, Beaver? There's, now we get to the truth because the reason right? I'm not going to listen to Matt Wyatt when he talks about something being cold. It's not cold. I am going to consult you.
3: You need to. Always. Because I walked in and thought oh, it's stuffy and hot in here. <laughs> I had no idea he had told you it was cold. I'm sitting here honestly. right now, almost
1: shivering, threatening to put on my hood <sighs> just to warm up. That's ridiculous. See, here's,
3: That's ridiculous.
2: I, I, I get, I get angry when, like, I'm watching the news and I'm looking at the weather and the when weathermen or weather ladies when they use the word cold, like cold front. I've heard them say cold front in the summer, <laughs> and I don't I don't like that because uh-uh. that's extremely a- inaccurate. What is our cold front? So we're gonna go from 102 to 99. Yeah, exactly. I completely
3: agree with you on that. We don't have a cold front in Mississippi in the summer ever.
1: And yeah, no, now I will admit there's been two or three years here, you know, recent, recently where we get into August, and because I remember football practice would start and for three or four days in august we would get this tease this little front would yeah. come through and it yeah. would tease it down into the 80s and you go oh boy this feels great low humidity and we, all it was a tease." Know,
3: when is the last day of summer is it into august or is uh, it what are, where, what are we today august the what? fourth so look up the last day of summer technically right. does it end in august does it go
1: last day of summer 2023 is September 23rd. So it
3: goes into September.
1: Yeah, and rightfully so here. Because,
3: Absolutely, rightfully man, so. Man,
1: look, we had some September games, last year football games in Starkville, that I stood in. Well, one of them was the season opener.
3: Well, you asked us to go, and we said, we're not going.
1: When they played Memphis. up. Yeah, they played Memphis and had the long rain delay. Yeah. Okay, but all it was all day long. I never stopped sweating the whole day. I'm talking about it It was just muggy and hot. I stood in that broadcast booth where no air gets in there. Taking a fan this year, taking one. That's smart. But uh, no air gets in there. I'm stood there, and we were just like, just sweat dripping off of us. It was terrible.
3: Well, change of subject really quickly because I'm only here for a minute or two. Okay, did I see a picture of Beaver on Facebook visiting someone?
2: Beaver visited somebody?
3: Beaver, did you visit someone?
2: Yeah, Chicken Hawk. He is in the hospital.
3: I thought I I barely saw... like I was scrolling through, and I'm like, hey, wait. And then I meant to ask Matt about it before the show started, but then I forgot.
2: Doggone it. He is recovering, and I went to see him this morning because he's in in the hospital literally 30 seconds from my house. Oh, my
3: word. Well, we hope he feels better. And that was so sweet of you, Beaver. How sweet is that of Beaver? That
1: really is nice of Beaver. Beaver, I'm so glad you did that. I had... And it just, I just remembered it as soon as you said Chicken Hawk. But sometime over the last few days, I had a missed call from Chicken Hawk. He and might have
2: been calling you to tell you, ask you oh. to pray for him. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said that, Matt wife because he told me to tell you. Now I remember it. Uh-oh. He said, you, te- you tell Matthew that <laughs> I'm gunning for him because I called him on his personal phone a few days ago, <laughs> and he didn't answer, so let him know. I'm telling you. If-, if
3: Chicken Hawk can hear us or if we can get this message to him, don't be offended because Matt doesn't answer my phone calls. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it <laughs> is. And then, then he forgets sorry. at the drop of a hat. Oh, like, I forget. Oh, wait, you did call. I'm sorry. So I'm the don't world's take
1: worst it. about that. Don't yesterday, take it personally. I was in a meeting yesterday, right after the show. It lasted about an hour. It was one of those Zoom meeting deals. So during the middle of it, and people could see me on the meeting. And during the middle of it, I got a phone call from my, my buddy Jeff. And I hit him, you know, where you can hit the message back to him while it's ringing. I message it back real quick. Said, "Hey, I'll call you in a minute when I get out of this meeting." Completely forgot it. Smooth, forgot it. And he texted me this morning at like seven. I was already awake, and it said, "Hey, here's what I wanted to talk to you about." And I was like,
3: "Oh, I forgot to call him." So, Chickenhawk, just know I live with that and don't take it personally.
1: Yeah, Chickenhawk. If I
3: didn't live with Matt, he'd probably forget to talk to me. So. <laughs> Don't worry.
1: And what's crazy is like I always remember to get on the radio.
3: Well, that's a good thing. Probably <laughs> because Beaver has to text and confirm that you're going to be on. <laughs> uh. yeah.
1: Well, okay, so we got it covered. And I, hey, really and truly, uh, Beaver, let Chicken Hawk know that I, I missed his call. I saw it. I plan on calling back. Just smooth forgot. Don't take it personal. But I'm glad to know that he's recovering. Hopefully we get him back soon he's
2: going to try to call in today. Oh, good. Oh,
1: that would be wonderful.
3: And my last thoughts. Not hot or cold in the studio. It's ju- just about right. It's a little <laughs> better. And um, Missouri should not be in the mm. SEC.
1: Okay. You hear that? Goodbye. All right, goodbye. See ya. Anna Annabelle's out. She's going to split, finish that uh, tomato soup, and then move on to bigger and better. Okay. So there's your update on that. Uh, Hogjowl did text the show. What's up, Hog Jowl? Arkansas Razorbacks. Hogtail says it's currently 97 degrees with 90% humidity, and hot as Hades, and a high of 101. Yeah, there in your neck of the woods. Oh, like I say, here in North Mississippi today, we got a big old rainstorm that came through here. I mean, a big fat one, flooding everything real quick, and um, we needed it. But also, the cloud cover kind of cools things off just a little bit. Well, you heard us talking about him just a minute ago. And speak of the, I'm not gonna say devil. Speaking of, he is on the divinity phone as we speak. <laughs> on line one, it is Chicken Hawk, the man himself. Chicken Hawk, I'm glad you called. How you doing?
0: Well, you play my music like you supposed to. Let me see We're if I can find. To it. hide behind that microphone <laughs> because of uh, the tail you tell it. And bless her heart, you know I know she loves you. Just like Lou Bell loves me, Annabelle be taking up for you like that, not calling him back. Here you go. Uh, but, uh, hey, there you
1: go. A little bit late than never.
0: Hey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm getting better, you know. I, you know what? I asked my doctor. i will give him a plug at Mississippi Brain and Spine. If you ever need any work, Dr. Illerseal. Now, he ain't, he's done my, you know, you know my testimony, 10 years ago, I was four hours away from dying and paralyzed from the neck down, it's, today is 10 years, and so I used him again to do this, and I asked him one day, I said, look here, Dr. Ellersfield, I said, what is the sweet meat on a human? I said, I know you have been to cut my back strap, but I, I said, Where the sweet meat <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right, man. I finally got up oh, a little while ago. They come in and I'm on a walker, and uh, I'm on, you know, and I'm, I'm able to talk. And mm. Jesus has done another miracle because you know how when you get some sardines, they got that little key, yes. and you roll it. So yeah, yeah, they had to go in. I had to have two doctors, brother. One, uh, Dr. Nisil, went in the back, and Dr. Carroll went off in my side, and. uh... I got about a foot long cut in the back and about a six inch cut on my side and uh, so it's a, it was about a six hour surgery just because of all the stupid stuff, you know, I done growing up. Sure, sure. But I'm uh, I'm doing good though. I'm doing good. I probably won't make like a toe bead Don't know if I make the first game, maybe not the second, but we're planning on being at uh, L S U. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to Spin because me and Beaver was talking about. Him. I, you know, one reason I ain't been calling in, brothers because because uh, I've been in bad shape for, for quite a while, and I done got to work. It, it took too much time to stop, call, get started, because my production had already, you know, fallen and stuff. But, uh, you know, it's going to be all right. So uh, I just want everybody to know I love them. And, uh as old Arnold famously said, "I uh, was now see, I'm going to get me one of them Joe Biden checks. Okay. I wasn't wanting to retire, but I was 67, but I'm going to get me a Joe Biden check."
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So I, I, I might be uh, as as bad as I used to, or maybe worse than I used to. I ain't made <laughs> up my mind yet.
1: <laughs> well, look, I'm just glad. That, anyway, bro, I'm just glad to hear your voice. I, I and I'm. How how um how was it seeing Beaver's face this
0: morning? Oh man, it lit me up, man! It lit me up like a firecracker, man! He, y'all listen, you you ought to see them sunglasses? Can you see him from your studio? Not always, to, not I, right now,
1: you know, not right now.
0: Well, you you need to get Beaver to show you them glasses. I think <laughs> he done turned coat on uh, Alabama. I'm color blind, but them show look like. LSU colors he had on.
1: <laughs> okay. I'll but, have you, to check and see. but
0: uh let me say two things too, and just in case Mr. Johnny Mac's listening, yeah, uh, I didn't he give my grandson one of his politicking hats, you know. He done, you know, Johnny Mac done got into politics.
1: Uh-huh. He has. And, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, and uh, he didn't give me no dog on a politicking hat, but he <laughs> gave my grandson so if you listen, Johnny Mac, I want you to give G a hat. And then, Matt, I love you to tell my uh, face, uh, Facebook queen. That's Lou Bell. She's a Facebook queen. Homecoming queen that I hate a mister. And uh, right. I will be calling fact As autumn says, I'll be back. And then one thing just for you, Matt. All right.
1: See, ya. See ya. Chicken Hawk out. Man, it's great to hear your voice. Thanks for calling. Everybody say a prayer for continued recovery for Mr. Buttermilk Biscuit himself. That would be Chicken Hawk. That's good stuff. There's some perspective for you on a Friday. Well, it's not morning anymore, but a Friday afternoon here in uh, hour one of the show. Some perspective for all of us. Glad uh, to hear Chicken Hawk. He is recovering. You can tell he's not 100%, but hoping to be at the LSU game. Maybe we we'll get him 100% by then. That'd be about a month from now. Uh, about close to a month from now. Good stuff. Beaver, uh, it's really cool you went and saw him. Also, tip of the cap to you for doing that. Was he as ugly as he always is? If you don't mind me asking. Oh, yeah. What's that?
2: Uh, uh, First, I would say, oh, yeah. But okay. now, I want to take that back. How dare you is what I should have <laughs> said. <laughs> yeah, you're right.
1: That is what you should have said. How dare you, Matt Wyatt? Full name. How dare you, Matt Wyatt? <laughs> All right, uh, we'll get into some of your comments on this conference realignment stuff. And I got a thought or two on it, too. I'll give you the update on what they're saying out there. Things are changing really fast, aren't they? All your comments on the live stream coming up as well. Just getting started on this Friday. Stick around. Here we go, man. Things are changing up. Stand by. Okay, I'm fine. I'm okay. let I just had to clear my throat for a second. Welcome in here. Back with you. Hour one of the show in the bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance all across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents. All right, check it out. Oregon and Washington, both of those two schools, they are headed to the Big Ten. It uh, was rumored that it was official yesterday and meetings happened quickly. And then there was some reporting or something that popped up late last night and even early this morning that said, oh, well, the Pac-12... Presidents or something like that. Got together in a conference call. There you go, conference. They organized a call. Got together in a conference call, and uh, sounds like they may be reversing course here. You know, And you're like, "No, nah, that doesn't seem right. That does not. Sure enough, here we are today, right around noon here, if you're listening live today. And multiple sources. Ross Dellinger, who's now with Yahoo, used to be with SI, now, and you have... Um, Oh, what's his name? Brett McMurphy. Same thing, saying it's done. Pete Thamel. Uh, 45 minutes ago, the Big Ten is expected to move ahead with formal offer letters. formal offer letters for Oregon and Washington. A Big Ten vote is expected to take place later today to formalize their admission, barring any last-minute snags. So the Big Ten is going up by two teams. Here comes Washington and Oregon. The Pac-12 is dead. It's over. Well, as you know it, the Pac-12, as you know it, is dead. Now, there may be something that, you know, like the, who knows, I, I'm, let's just guess, let's just throw something out. Let's just say Stanford, Utah, who else? who's left, Oregon State, Washington State, let's say that those kind of group together and they pull in a few other teams, right, like Utah State, San Diego State, and they call it the Pac-12, that's fine, but it'd be only the Pac-12 in name. So the Pac-12, in terms of having a power conference on the West Coast, an organization of schools and teams on the West Coast, done, over, zip, zilch, not happening. So now you're down to... What's left of the ACC, hold on on that just a second. And, of course, the what appears to be a, a strengthening Big 12, Arizona's about to go there. They're still not going to be a, to the level, really, of a, maybe a Big 10 or an SEC. But a strengthening Big 12, what's left of the ACC, and, of course, the SEC and the Big 10. Confused yet? Florida State, though, has said, we want out. I got a link to it, you probably have seen it by now, but their president at Florida State made comments over the last couple days that said, we can't stay in the ACC under the current structure, we just can't do it. He said, it's not a matter of, well somebody else said, it's not a matter of if we leave the ACC, it's just a matter of when. Great fight song. And Bubba Cunningham is the athletics director at North Carolina, a prominent member of the ACC. He gave an interview yesterday, and he took exception to everything that the Florida State president said. Uh, He said, I don't think it's good for our league for them to be out there barking like that. I'd rather see them be a good member of the league, support the league, and if they have to make a decision, then so be it. Pay for the exit fee, wait for your grant of rights that uh, you've given, and then in 2036, when those rights return to you, do whatever you want. But they're not waiting. okay? And The thing is, Florida State wants to leave, they can't, because they signed that grant of rights thing. They are basically stuck legally in every kind of way until 2036 in some shape, form, or fashion, unless... I think it's seven or more. Maybe it's eight. It's either seven or eight or more of those teams in that conference in unison all decide to get out of it, and that's the stipulation. They'd have to you know, band together and all get out, but they all got to find landing places, and they're all not going to go to one particular place. So Florida State's in a little bit of a mess, and they're starting to look for different ways to raise funds for their athletics department because if they don't, they're going to fall behind because the ACC is behind. Florida State – is getting less of a check from its conference than Vanderbilt is from From its. And they're like, we can't have that, right? Because football pays the bills and basketball is a little bit important also. It is a giant, disorganized mess out there. And that's why I said earlier, it ain't a conference. I mean, a conference is all about organization. The purpose of a conference is to organize all of this so that fans can then latch on and get behind it. Without organization, they're not going to get behind it. Not long term. All right, so I'm behind on your comments on the live stream. Let's go there. By the way, text line is wide open to you. Country pleasing text line. Hit me up over there. The number to text, 885-3776. That's the Country Pleasing text line, Country Pleasing Sausage, on grocery store shelves all around the southeast. Earlier, Jason in Flagstaff, he's in Arizona. He gave us a heads up earlier this week about Arizona going to the Big 12. They were all writing about it out there, apparently. But he said he saw something on Twitter that made him laugh. They drew a, a U.S. map of two to three super conferences in, like, the year 2035. And then he says, and the divisions within the conferences look almost exactly like the conference maps last year. <laughs> and so I would love to see that because it sounds like it's 100% accurate. Uh, Matthew commented on YouTube uh, on the live stream, and he said, Hail State, TGIF, have a great show. Appreciate you being a part of it. Aaron commented and said, if Florida State is talking about leaving, then it's a no-brainer for the SEC to pick them up. All right? Is it? And Aaron has clearly stated his opinion. Geographically, organizationally, logistically, it is a no- I think it is a no-brainer for the SEC to pick up Florida State if there's a way for them to do it. I don't know that they have an out unless all these other teams want to break up the conference too. It doesn't sound like they do. In the ACC, legally, they would have to all band together to break it up. But, if Florida State gets out, do you think it is a no-brainer for the SEC to pick them up, for them to come to the SEC and they would probably get some other team? A is it a no-brainer for Clemson and Florida State to come to the SEC if they could also go to the Big Ten? I'm just throwing that out there for fun. Look at the footprint. Look at the competition. Look at the way things are done. Look at the money, look at the TV, the revenue, you know, share and all that. Sounds to me like, too, after the new television deal, the Big Ten schools are not going to be too tickled if that conference continues adding teams and they have to split up their piece of the pie even more. I don't know that they have to. I think they don't necessarily have to with Washington and Oregon, but that's neither here nor there right now. Um Dilo B 2010 on YouTube said, A conference is what Notre Dame avoids, except for when they want to pick and choose. Hey, you you do, though, have to tip your cap to Notre Dame for figuring out how to be as relevant as they are all these years while staying independent. I mean, you got to tip your cap to them. It's pretty impressive. It's a whole, I'll say, from Notre Dame's standpoint, if you can do it, it's a whole lot easier to organize yourself than to be a part of an organized body of 16 to 18 schools. I mean, that's for sure. Will commented and said, an alliance of schools, this is a conference, he's defining a conference, an alliance of schools that play some combination of each other every year in college sports. The conference also crowns a champion each year, either through a tournament or best record. Good way to define a conference. Everything you said are derivatives of organization. I just don't think you can have a quote-unquote conference where geographically you are disorganized. Logistically, therefore, you're disorganized in terms of getting to and from. Financially, you add in a little bit of a disorganization. Here's what I mean by that. The Big Ten did their TV deal recently. DJ told us all about it. It's a very wealthy deal. It's like billions with a B. They're distributing that amongst their league members. Now, after the fact, after the signature on the TV deal, now they're going to add Washington and Oregon because of what's going on in the PAC. But they're not going to give them the same amount of money because they're being added after the fact. See what I mean? It's even disorganized financially. We can call it a conference, but it's not organized. And you better organize all of it or it won't last. This is my take on it. Will says, financially, the share of revenue, their collective media rights, and bargain those rights collectively, that's another thing the conference does, and that's what I said. Like, the Big Ten is adding two members. They ain't going to get as much as the other schools. Will said that regionality used to matter, but even before the Big Ten went and grabbed USC and UCLA, Conference USA and the AAC have been all over the country. Yes, and that's why they were never going to catch up. It didn't matter what the schools were, but They were never going to catch these other conferences just by adding to their numbers in Conference USA and AAC. Why? It's disorganized. What happened? I mean, UCF was a member of the AAC for how long? Now they're in the Big 12. You just have to have something that's organized. Or it's it's only temporary. That's what I really believe. More of your comments and texts coming up. I'm Matt. Stick around.
0: With the Matt Wyatt Show, ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think.
1: Somebody said here uh, on the country pleasing text line it said, "Put Florida State in, kick Missouri out." <laughs> right? Like it's um, if it were only that simple, right? Like it's not as easy as. You know, in junior high, you break up with your girlfriend go out with somebody else. It's just not that easy. we got all kinds of written agreements and contracts and lawyers involved and buyouts. And and at the conference level, you know, it's, what is it, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, mil- no, not, that's not what I'm going to say, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of buyouts here and there, and uh, it becomes significant. Uh, at that point, that's what Florida State and those ACC schools have been looking at. Um, and this whole grant of rights thing that goes all the way through 2036. So, you know, who knows if they can. I just my understanding is for ACC schools, they'd all have to get together a whole bunch of them in mass to get the heck out of Dodge. And I don't it, I don't think it's going to happen this quickly. OK. See what y'all think about this, then I'm coming back to your comments. I think that the leaders at the top of all this, this would be conference commissioners and TV people and school presidents, believe that this massive change that's going to eventually push everything to a mini NFL, instead of 32 teams like the NFL, you have about twice as many, 60-something, and then this whole group of five level underneath it. Well, What I think is, you're going to have, they think, it's going to be a slow, gradual thing of getting to that so that it doesn't just run everybody off in the meantime in terms of fan and interest and criticism. I think what they think is, you know, a couple here, a couple there, seems crazy now, but we live with that for a year or two. Meanwhile, the Big 12 strengthens and they get Arizona. ACC sticks together. We live with these, instead of power five we kind of live with a power four we go from five to four we live with that slowly getting used to reducing the number of next thing you know we got a power two you know but it's not like an overnight snap your fingers everybody gets together everything we knew was dead because i think they know that that would be abrasive enough to drive people away i think they're thinking if it's slow and gradual enough people will still buy tickets they'll stick with their schools they'll hang in there they'll still donate and it'll just happen over a little bit longer period of time that's kind of the way it looks uh, to me, anyway. All right. I'm going to go back and start with this comment from, from Will on the YouTube live stream. He says, regionality used to matter. But even before the Big Ten went and grabbed USC and UCLA, Conference USA and the AAC have been all over the country. They have been. And that's why those conferences have continued to change more than others. That's what I believe, Will. And they're in a little bit of a different position also. But largely, at the top, we have always had this regionality. And it was was organized. So look at the NFL, for example. What do they have? Yes, they only have 32 teams, but you have divisional rivalries. I mean, the Saints play the Falcons twice every year. They don't play anybody else twice every year. but They play the Falcons twice every year. So you get these divisional rivalries inside your you know division NFC South AFC West Chiefs and Raiders and Chargers right NFC East Cowboys and Eagles Cowboys and Giants right you get all that But then you also have the conference rivalries sort of because they divided up in AFC NFC you kind of have the conference rosters because only one team from each conference is going to go to the Super Bowl. So within the conference, you get Cowboys and 49ers, for example. You know, you get Titans and Bills, you get Titans and Chiefs. You know, there's just some examples like that AFC deal, NFC. So you get it's organized. You're organized in divisions, you're organized in conferences and two, one from each conference is going, it all matters. It's organized. And fans can absolutely understand it and absolutely throw themselves completely behind it because it's simple to understand. It's just one of a million factors why the NFL has it figured out and has the best model, why they've grown, why the NFL has this massive unmatched fan interest even in places that don't even have NFL teams, Mississippi, Alabama. It's organized. It's tightly wound. It's easy to understand. It makes sense. I'm saying, I'm not saying that what college leaders are doing with all this shifting around and moving is a death knell. You know, like go ahead and start chiseling out college football's headstone. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that it's potential, if they don't figure out a way to organize this whole big mess and and kind of make it simple to understand and put a format and a structure around it and over it where it makes sense for everybody, including fans can make sense of it, then you're probably going to get down the road at some point, look back on all this and go, you know what, that was a big mistake. To me, it's pretty clear. So you better get with it. Sven comments, On the YouTube live stream. And he says a conference is what the Pac-12 and Big 12 supposed to be. What a mess. See what I mean? Certainly not organized. Jimmy said putting a number in your conference name in college sports will eventually reveal you to be bad at math. (laughs) Pac-10, Pac-12, Big 10, Big 12. Yep. Rick from Dixie is listening and watching. Temperature feels like 114 where he is. (sighs) Plenty of water. Drink plenty of water. Uh, Will commented and said, ESPN is reporting that the Big Ten will be sending formal invitations to Oregon and Washington today. Reportedly, the Ducks and Huskies will not get a full revenue share. And, Will, that's back to our early conversation, me talking, you commenting. But, again, if I'm standing here telling you I believe what, you know, even almost the definition of a conference is it's an organized body. Well, this isn't really going to be all that organized geographically, logistically, and now or financially. You can get two members. Like, what are they? If, if they're not getting the same amount of money, okay, as everybody else is, then are they really in the conference or, or are they just scheduling partners? See what I mean? They're really not in the conference. They're just scheduling partners. TV deal's already done. They're not getting a share of the money anyway. (laughs) Brad making a joke says uh, Conference USA would be a great landing spot for Florida State. See, that's the other thing. Florida founding member of the SEC. uh, Are are they an automatic no-go on Florida State coming to the SEC no matter what happens? Maybe. You go, yeah, well, Texas A&M was in the SEC, and they went and got Texas. Yeah, but A&M was not a founding member. And I think there may be some differences there. I don't know that. Jimmy commented and said, I feel the worst for Oregon State and Washington State if what's reported happens. Those are great football fans and they deserve better. They're getting left high and dry, aren't they? All because of what, Jimmy? All because of money. All because of money. That's what it is. <clears throat> If Here's a statement. Feel free, y'all, to tell me where I am blatantly wrong on this. I will listen to you if you you can tell me I'm wrong or or show me how I'm wrong. There's nothing wrong with making business-like decisions that benefit you financially. There's nothing wrong with factoring in the financial benefit when you make big decisions and big changes and moves. If... It also aligns with your mission and your purpose. Now, it ain't for me to say what your mission and your purpose is. It'd be you, whether it's a business or an organization or your own life. It's your mission and your purpose. Because I would say to them and to anybody else, if you're just, if you're making a, it's going to put money in your pocket now. Okay, but it really is not aligning that much with your mission and your purpose, or in fact, it may even not be your mission or your purpose at all, going against what you say your mission and your purpose are. It's just going to put money in your pocket. Then I would call that a bad decision because eventually something's got to give. It ain't going to sit there and balance on that seesaw all that long. So I think you do have to consider that, and they are getting left high and dry for sure. Will said, hopefully the Apple Cup will still live on every year, that Washington-Washington State rivalry. Well, they can call it that, but why would they? Why would they? I mean, you know, it could be that Washington State has nothing else going for it, it has no choice but to play that game and just collect the gate once every two years. But it might also be that Washington State says, no, look, I mean, just on a matter of principle, we're not going to play you every year. You know, have fun traveling to Rutgers every year, but we'll just play somebody else every year. Will says Boise State would be a prime addition of the Pac-8 or 6 or whatever that's left. I mean, it would. It'll be a whatever that's left. You wonder about Utah. If Arizona is bouncing into the Big 12, Colorado's in the Big 12. What about Utah? That's interesting to think about tons of comments on the live stream over here feel free to drop them in there if you type it up hit comment it pops up i can see it in real time and we'll run it up here on the screen during the show text me on the country pleasing text line got a couple of those to come to all of it is on the table on this free for all friday y'all stick around